Hey, welcome back to the last shot, the last cast for the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO FM 94.1, 104.7, the KFGO mobile app, and don't forget KFGO.com. As always, I want to remind you that you can email me, OutdoorsLive at gmail.com. You can text Outdoors to 35270. I may not get it immediately, but I will get it and I will respond. Uh, still to come on the weekend edition of Outdoors Live, we're going to get you a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. We're also going to get you a podcast. Extra with Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. Uh, you listen to Gone Outdoors at 11 o'clock on Saturday mornings, but not everybody can listen at 11 o'clock. Not everybody can catch the podcast. So appreciate being able to bring you a podcast extra from Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. But first, Pat Stockton is an award-winning outdoors communicator. She connects with hunters, anglers, bait shops, motels, resorts to give us a better idea of what people are finding or not finding outdoors. Pat Stockdale, take it away. So appreciate being able to bring Pat Stockdale to you with our Central Dakota Outdoors report. Read her work in Dakota Country Magazine. You can find her in many other publications nationally and across the upper Midwest. Pat Stockdale, an award-winning outdoors communicator with our Central Dakota Outdoors report. Hey, now the last cast, the last shot it's Scotty Brewer, Kyle Agri from Brewer and Agri Gone Outdoors. It's our podcast extra. As you know, I love to eat, and I love to eat. I'm with you, man. I love to eat stuff that I harvested, and this guy is uh, a mentor, a master at that. Not the eating part, but the cooking part. Uh, we have Jeff Benda. He's a wild game chef, and uh, he knows more about meat. He's he, forgot more he, about meat than I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's Put it that way. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Welcome, Jeff. Thanks for having me, guys. So we talked last spring and on on air, and while we were talking, you had threw out something about dry aging and wet aging, and we said we got to get them back on this fall uh, while people are getting ready to start processing their venison, and just do a segment on that. So that's what we're going to do. Um, Sounds good. What is the difference between? non-aged and aged deer and then we can get into the different types of aged deer such as wet or dry sure yeah so in any animal whether it's human or deer or bird or whatever so um when we die so we'll go into rigor so rigor mortis and um we've all seen it like on uh on a, on a crime show or something like that right when they show up and they can they can tell how long the person's been deceased based on rigor and so it's the same thing with the deer so after you shoot a deer a couple hours in, uh, and, and that all kind of depends on the environment of how soon it goes into rigor, all those muscles are going to tighten up and it's going to be about as tough as, as it's going to get. Um, and so we want that time. If, if, if we, if the meat's chilled too fast, then the muscle contraction that shortens the muscle fibers, um, that's going to make the, the meat tough. So we don't want to freeze it right away. We don't want to process that and freeze our deer right away. We want that, um, those natural enzymes to be able to kick in and for it to start doing its work. So it, it'll have time to come out of rigor. And then that's going to give us a tender cut for our steaks or roasts. So what you're saying is, and, and what is that time? You know, cause I know a lot of people now yeah. with travel restrictions and all that, you know, cause the CWD, there's going to be a lot more people that are going to be butchering or at least quartering 
much earlier than they may have normally done so. So what kind of time are we talking about? So like I'm headed to Montana here in a few days. And so I'll, I, you know, I, I can't bring the, the spinal column, the head back um, for my deer. So you can still, you, you're still able to do this process, but you just want to maybe like keep those big cuts. Even if you have to bone it out, you can still keep it together. It's just that you're not freezing it. You're trying to keep the meat dry, but then also somewhere between um, above freezing. So somewhere maybe between 33 and for sure below 40. Once you get once you get above 40, you're going to have spoilage. So, but you could hang, you know, if you're able to hang it in the garage, you want to make sure the garage temperature, not the outside temperature, but your garage temperature, you can get away with hanging it there and aging it from anywhere from 30 to 40 degrees. You'd be okay. You do not want to get above 40. Um, so you could do that, but, but if you're bringing it home, if you're able to just leave it like your hind quarter hole, that's what I do. So I'll process out in the field, but I'll keep it on the bone and keep my hind quarter whole. And then I'll bring that back. It'll fit in a cooler, a deer quarter. And then I like to keep it, you know, I'm not going to have that perfect temperature in the cooler on the way home in the back of the truck. But when I get it home, then I like to keep it right around 36 to 37 degrees. And then I'll age it anywhere from two to three weeks. If I have the opportunity to have it in the garage, that's, that's great. But I, Otherwise, I'll put it in the refrigerator. So the, the important thing to do when dry aging is you want to worry about it's the temperature, keeping it above freezing but below 40. And if you're going to have it in the fridge or something like that and you can control the humidity, you want to make sure that the humidity is anywhere between 60 and 75. You, you can even go 80, but above 85 degrees humidity, it's going to go, it's going to spoil. So what I'll do is I'll take those hind quarters, get them in the fridge at home. Um, my wife is really excited for this process, for this two-week process. So um, I'll clean out all the fruit and the vegetables that are in that main space. I'll just have them in the crisper. And then I'll put them on a rack, like a like on, a, on top of a, a, like a rimmed baking sheet, and put a little rack on there. And then I'll put the whole quarter, the hind quarter, in there. If the shank is off. So it'll help fit. Jeff. And then I've got a little digital hygrometer. It's like 10 bucks on Amazon. And that way it tells me what the temperature is and what the humidity is. Backing up just yeah. a little bit. Now, let's say we're at deer camp, right? And and we, we harvest yeah. this deer and we've got a couple days at camp yet. We may not have a refrigerator. Are we better off letting that deer hang or putting it in a cooler? And I suppose that's temperature related, but also how soon do we want to get that hide off of the carcass if we are going to leave it whole? Man, that's the biggest argument ever. So um, if you're in Texas, man, they take they don't leave those hides on. Um, but, you know, it, it depends on, what, on what, what's happening. So insects, uh, I would leave the hide on if you can, you know, between insects and um, just, just other outside environments. It, it's better to leave that hide on especially if you're going to put it in the back of the truck and drive it down the highway it's going to keep it's going to help keep that meat clean um so you could do that you could just hang if, if you're able to you could hang it i'm generally a couple miles in on some blm land out in montana or western north dakota so i've got to quarter it and pack it out and then i'll hang the quarters um if outside in a tree if i can but otherwise it's going in the cooler okay jeff real quickly we said we were going to talk about wet and dry aging in a little bit. Yeah. Um, one of the things that 
uh, when we were discussing this the other night that I thought was super interesting was the fact that you can age after it's been frozen. Yeah. So wet aging, so you're going to still have the same effect. Now this goes, if you have it in a vacuum seal bag, okay, that's pretty important because you want to make sure that there's that, that there's that lack of air, but what you can do, you're basically doing the same thing that they do at Walmart or Hornbachers or your local grocery store that they're aging that inside plastic wrap. Okay. And so you're doing the same thing. So you've, you've got your cuts, you can put them in, um, if, if you've got them in a, basically put them in a rim on a rimmed baking sheet. So on, so again, if it starts to leak, if a bag starts to leak, you don't have blood all over your fridge. I learned that the hard way, but make sure you put that in there and you can set it in there for two weeks and wet age on the back end. So I've been given meat, like gifted meat. And somebody's like, you know, this was the toughest thing ever. And I just, I, I've gotten, I got an elk backstrap in my freezer right now because the guy, you know, he had a little bit of it and he's like, nope, I won't eat it. It's too tough. So I'm going to, but it's in a vacuum seal bag. And so I'll put it in the fridge and I'm going to wet age it for a couple weeks and see how tender I can get it. There is just so much information here that we can't go through it all. We literally can't, yeah. but I know that <laughs> you are, you have a very robust website, social media, where can people go to find out more information about recipes, about meat, about all that stuff? Before North Dakota deer opener, I promise you'll be able to go to wildgameandfish.com and there's going to be a whole post on the website there about dry aging and wet aging and with photos as well. So, um, you guys, so anybody can go to wildgameandfish.com. Um, my contact information is there. I'm on Instagram at wild game and fish or uh, my email contact information is on the website and they can reach out to me there. So if anybody has any questions, I, I answer emails. I'll, I usually answer two or three uh, emails a day and I'd be happy to take the time to do that and answer any questions anybody has. Jeff Benda is a wild game chef and I highly suggest you follow um, wild game and fish.com wild game and fish on social media and uh, you will not be disappointed. Thanks, Jeff, for coming on Gone Outdoors. You bet. Thanks, guys. Well, there you go. The last shot, the last cast for the weekend edition of Outdoors Live. I appreciate Scotty Brewer, Kyle Agri, Pat Stockdale, the Central Coast Outdoors Report. Don't forget, podcast available at kfjoe.com, also Outdoors News, blogs uh, at kfjoe.com on the Outdoors Live blog page. You can email me, outdoorslive at gmail. Dot com. This has been the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the mighty 790 KFGO, FM 94.1, 104.7, KFGO.com, the KFGO mobile app. Until next time, I'm Doug Lear reminding you, as always, keep your lines tight and your powder dry. Have a great one out there.